0: Section 2 of Madame Butterfly. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Ava'i in June 2010. Section 2 of Madame Butterfly by John Luther Long. Chapter 4 Trouble Meaning Joy. And after his going, in the whimsical delight they had practiced together, she named the baby, when it came, Trouble every japanese baby begins with a temporary name it may be anything almost for the little time she was quite sure he would like the way she had named him trouble meaning joy this was his own oblique way as for his permanent name he might have several others before that was for him to choose when he returned and this event was to happen according to his own words when the robins nested again and spring and the robins had come all this to explain why madame butterfly and her baby were reclining on their immaculate mats in attitudes of artistic abandon instead of keeping an august state as all other japanese mothers and babes were at this moment doing american women we are told assume more fearless attitudes in the security of their boudoirs than elsewhere japanese women never Their conduct is eternally the same. It must be as if someone were looking on, always. There is no privacy for them, short of the grave. They have no secure boudoirs. But Madame Butterfly, through the courtesy of her American husband, had both these. It will therefore be argued, perhaps, that she is not a typical Japanese woman. But it is only Lieutenant Pinkerton's view, about which we are presently concerned. He called her an American refinement of a Japanese product, an American improvement in a Japanese invention, and so on. And since he knew her best, his words concerning her should have a certain ex-cathedra authority. I know no more. And she and the maid and the baby, too, were discussing precisely the matters which have interested us hitherto, pinkerton his baby his imminent return etc toto san with a deft jerk that was also a caress brought the baby into her lap as she sat suddenly up ah you you think he's just like any other baby but-he's a miracle yes she insisted belligerently the sun goddess sent him straight from the bridge of heaven because of those prayers so early oh so very early in the morning oh that is the time to pray she turned the baby violently so that she might see his eyes now did anyone ever hear of a japanese baby with purple eyes she held him over against the dwarfed wisteria which grew in a flat bronze coro at the tokonoma full of purple blossoms she addressed the maid Suzuki, who stood by happy as herself apparently aware that this subject must always be discussed vehemently as purple as that answer me thou giggler is it not so speak i will have an answer then the maid laughed out a joyous no if she cherished the eastern reservations concerning blue eyes and pink cheeks it was a less heinous offence to lie about it a little than to assert it impolitely besides neither she nor anyone else could resist the spirits of her pretty mistress and these spirits had grown joyously righteous since her marriage and its unfettering nor yet so bald of his head say so quickly she insisted with the manner of pinkerton such is example the maid also agreed to this and then cho cho san flung the kicking youngster high above her turned abandonedly over on her back in charming if forbidden postures and juggled with him there but ah you will have hair will you not as long and glittering as that of the american women i will not endure thee else she became speciously savage speak thou beggar speak Goo-goo said the baby, endeavouring diligently to obey. She shook him threateningly. Ah, you making that nonsense with your parents? Now what is that you speaking with me? Japanese? If it is, I... She threatened him direly. But he had evidently already learned to understand her. He gurgled again. Listen. Listen no one shall speak anything but united states languages in these house now what you think you gon' go right outside shoji first thing you do that she resumed her own english more ostentatiously she forgot it herself sometimes and pretended to pitch the baby through the fragile paper wall also there's one thing everybody got red come account it is his house his wife his baby, his maiden, his money—oh, everything is his. And he say those time he gone way that except we all talking those United States languages when he come, he gone bounce us all. Well, I don't get self bounce, Mister Trouble, and you got look out, you don't. Uh-huh. Say me, I think if we doing all those thing he as us. HE gone TAKE US AT THOSE UNITED STATES AMERICA AND LIVE IN HIS CASTLE. THEN HE NEVER KIN BOUNCES, UH-HUH. CHAPTER FIVE A SONG OF SORROW AND DEATH AND HEAVEN A bird flew to the vine in the little porch. Ah, Suzuki! But the maid had withdrawn. She clapped her hands violently for her to return. Now, why do you go away when her momentary anger fled and she laughed when birds flying to the wistaria? Go quickly, little maiden, and see if he's a robin and if he has completed his nest. Quickly! The maid returned and said that he was indeed a robin, but that he had no nest there as yet. Oh, how is he slow! Suzuki: Let us find another robin, one that is more industrious and domestic. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> they are all alike, said the girl cynically. They not. Say so. Suzuki giggled affirmatively. When her mistress took so violently to English, she preferred to express herself in this truly Japanese fashion inform me if you please how much nearer beggary we are today than yesterday suzuki the girl had exact information for her on this subject she said they had just seventeen yen fifty four sen rin. alas alas how we have waste his beautiful monies that's shame but he will not permit that we starve account he know we have no one except him we all outcast it now. Look how that is bad. So, just when it is all gone, he will come with more like the stories of old Kazabu. Oh, like story of uncombed Ronen who make a large oath that he gone be huge fool. Well, if he dress his hair until his lord arrive back from the banishment, lo when they cutting his head of him account he don't come his hair his lord arrive back and say what they doing with him and reward him great deal account he constant until he most dead so just when we gone out on the street maybe to find him you with trouble on your back me with my samisen standing up before all the people singing funeral songs with faces all oh, about mo so long she illustrated liberally sad garments here all ruffled so dancing little so she indicated how she should dance and saying out very loud o oh, ye people listen for the loaf of all the eight hundred thousand gods and goddesses behold we a poor widow and a baby what got purple eyes which had husband which gone off at united states america to never return no more never, except you have seen him no see this what i think oh how that is most terrible we giving up all our august ancestors and gods and people and country oh avery thing just for him and now he don't never come no more oh how that is sad! is it not also he don't even divorce us so that we can marry with another man's and get some food he he don't even think bout us not little bit he forgetting us alas but we got keep his house nine hundred and ninety-nine year now think bout that and we gone starve before except you giving us ah uh, um ah uh, just one sen two sen maybe five sen oh for the love of sorrow for the love of constancy for the love of death just one sen will you please pity us in the name of the merciful Kwannon, we beg Lug to move your hearts in the inside you we gon sing you a song of sorrow and death and heaven she had acted it all with superb spirit and now she snatched up her samisen and dramatized this also and so sure was she of life and happiness that this is the song of sorrow and death she sang hikari norokeki haru no nobe nivo sakura no hana sakari Mure kuru hito no tanoshiki Notanoshikini Shibashi Ukiyo wasururan. Sunshine on a quiet plain in spring, the perfume of the blossoming cherry blossoms, the joy of the gathering crowd, filled with love, forget the care of life. And then, as always, abandonment and laughter. Ah <laughs> What do you think, little maiden? There's good song bout sorrow and death and heaven. Ah, <laughs> what you think? Speak, say so. She tossed the samisen to its place and sprang savagely at the maid. If that Mr. B. F. Pickerton see us doing Alec those, ventured the maid in the humor of her mistress. Oh, you see his eye flame and scourge like lightning oh he snatches away to the house so 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 the baby was the unfortunate subject for the illustration of this he began to whimper rog baby off in japan you just a picture off of a fan this was from pinkerton she had been the baby then ah little beggar he didn't know he gone make those poetries for you he don't suspect of you whichever well i bet you we go and have some fun when he do oh suzuki some day when the emperor go abroad we will show him you got say this way she changed her voice to what she fancied an impressive male basso. behold heaven descended ruler everlasting great japan the first of your subjects taken his eye out those were blue heaven whence you are descent hence the emperor look on him Then he stop and look, he can never get enough looks, then he make trouble a large prince. And me? He just say unto me, continue that you bring out such sons. (laughs) What do you think? The maid was frankly skeptical. At least you kin do like the old Nakodo wish you, for you are most beautiful. Cho-cho-san dropped the baby with a reckless thud and sprang at her again. She gripped her throat viciously, then flung her, laughing, aside. "'Speak concerning marriage once more, and you die. And there's not a thing. You got no at his United States America. If one is merry, one got stay merry. Oh, for ever and ever. Yes? nobody cannot git himself divorce except in a large courthouse and jail. That's way with he, that Mr. B. F. Pickerton, and me, that Mrs. B. F. Pickerton. If he ever go and divorce me, he got take me at those large jail at that United States America. That's lot of trouble, hence he rather stay merry with me. Also, he like be merry with me. Now look. He leave me a most largest lot money in Japan. He give me his house for live inside for nine hundred and ninety nine year. I cannot go home at my grandmother. Account he make them outcast me. Say you little foolish. He coming when the robin's nest again. Aha. Uh-huh. What you think? Say so. The maid should have been excused for not being always as recklessly jubilant as her mistress, but she never was. And now, when she chose silence rather than speech, which was both more prudent and more polite, she took it very ill. Chapter six Divine Foolery If Pinkerton had told her to go home, even though she had no home to go to, she would have been divorced without more ado. Perhaps she was logical, for she reasoned as he had taught her, she had never reasoned before, in considering that as he had distinctly told her not to do so, it was an additional surety for his return. Cho -cho Cho-san again took up the happier side of the matter. The baby was asleep. And also, what you think we better doing when he come? She was less forcible now, because less certain. This required planning to get the utmost felicity out of it, what she always strove for. Me? I think I... do know? The maid confessed diplomatically. (laughs) You do know? Of course you do know whichever. Well, I gon' tell you the plan had been born and matured that instant in her active little brain just reckonleck like tis a secret among you and me we don't tell that mr trouble Hosh he don't kin keep no secret well listen we gone watch with that spying-glass till his ship git in then we gone put cherry-blossoms everywhere and if t's night we gone hang out bout most one thousand lanterns "'About most one thousand. "'Then we wait. "'Just when we see him coming up that hill, "'so, so, 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 "'she lifted her kimono "'and strode masculinely about the apartment. "'Then we hide behind the shoji, "'where there are holes to peep.' "'She glanced about to find them. "'Alas, they all mend the chart, "'but she savagely ran her finger through the paper.' We soon make some, Uh (laughs) uh-huh. So, she made another for the maid. They illustrated this phase of her mood with their eyes at the holes. Then we lie quiet like mice and make believe we gone way. better we leave little note. Gone way forever. Sayonara, butterfly. No, that's too long for him. He get angry those ways on the first word, and say those remark about devil and hell and all kind loud languages. There's time, before he getting too angry, to rush out and jump all round his neck, uh huh This was also illustrated. But alas, the maid was too realistic. Say not you jump round his neck, just me. Chocho-san paused ecstatically, but the maid would not have it so. She had seen them practice such divine foolery, very like two reckless children, but never had she seen anything with such dramatic promise as this. Oh, and what he say then, she begged with wild interest, and what he do. Madame Butterfly was re-energized by the maid's applause. Ah she sighed, he don't say, just he kiss us, oh, about three, seven, ten, a thousand time, and embarrass us two thousand time, Bout most, that's what he do, till we got make him stop, account <laughs> he might, might kill us, that's ver bad to be kill kissing. Her extravagant mood infected the maid, she had long ago begun to wonder whether after all this american passion of affection was altogether despicable she remembered that her mistress had begun by regarding it thus yet now she was the most daringly happy woman in japan say more the maid pleaded chocho san had a fine fancy and the nesting of the robins could not at the longest be much longer delayed now she let it dry it She was making it up as she went. When that's all done, he look round those ways like he doing most always, and he sees something, and he say, Oh, hello, hello, where you got that, child? I say, Ah, oh, I think maybe you lick own one, and I buy him off a man with din one no baby with those purple eye and bald hairs. And he asks me, what you pay? Americans always ask what you pay. I say, oh, let me see. I think two yen and two sen. That's too much for bald baby. What you think? But there's a time he's saying, I bet you there's a liar and you fooling among me. Then he getting angry, and I hurry and say one last time, "That's right. I told you little lie for a fun. I didn't pay nothing for him, except say." Then I whisper a thing inside his ear, just a little thing, and he see, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. aha. <laughs> then he say once more, a last time, "Ah, what you think, Suzuki?" But the girl would not diminish her pleasure by guessing. God Almighty! (laughs) That's all things you know, questioned the maid reproachfully, and all things you do. She had a right to feel that she had been defrauded out of a proper denouement. Ah, what would you have that is more? Just joy and glory forevermore. That's enough. What you think? You know that song? tis life when we meet tis death when we part her mistress had grown plaintive in those two lines i hear him sing that murmured the maid comfortingly her spirits vaulted up again but ah you ever hear him sing she snatched up the samisen again and to its accompaniment sang in the pretty jargon he had taught her making it as grotesque as possible the more to amuse him i call her the bell of japan of japan her name is Ochocho san cho san such tenderness lies in her soft almond eyes i tell you she's just ichiban that's me uh-huh <laughs> say you think he ever going away again when he got that little child and the samisen and the songs and all the joy and and me and another richly joyous laugh oh you and the samisen and joy poof said the maid but the child that's not a kind thing except he grow up and go way after his father she was odiously unsatisfied she would leave nothing to fate to heaven shaka but out of her joyous future her mistress satisfied even this grisly doubt Ah, but we gone have more like steps of a ladder up, 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 and all purple eyes, oh every one, and all males, then, if one go away, we got another, 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 then, how kin he that Mr. B. F. Pickerton ever go way, uh-huh, Yet, oh chocho san if you was this a new doubt? It will never be known. Stop! There's another thing. You got call me Ochocho-san, and Mrs. Benjamin Frangerlin Pickerton. Say, you notice how that sound grand, when my husband's speaking it that-a-ways? Yes? Most like I was a empress. Listen, I tell you nother thing, which is nother secret among you and me just. I think it is more nice to be called that away, just Missus Benjamin Frangolin Pickerton, than heaven descended female ruler everlasting Great Japan. Uh-huh. Say, how I look if I an empress? What you think? She imitated the pose and expression of her empress very well. If your face little longer, you look exact like said the maid but her mistress was inclined to be more modest ah no but i tell you who look like a emperor just exag that mr b f pickerton when he got that unicorn upon him with gold all up in front and down behind and at this gentle treason there was no protest from the patriotic maid end of section 2.